This is a Broad Pods production. Loving and fucking. We're Broad Radio for women by women. And you're listening to a collection of incredible conversations we've had with some truly extraordinary broads. Are you ready to get down and dirty as we explore the worlds of love and intimacy in all their messy, beautiful and complex forms? From self-love to sexual exploration and the myriad of relationships that come with fully lived lives, let's unpack, well, everything. So pour yourself a glass of wine, get comfortable and join us as we talk all things loving and fucking. All right, do you want to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourselves and your pleasure in life? I mean, who doesn't? I do, we all do. But where to begin? In this episode, sexologist, yoga teacher and founder of the sex and wellness platform Mia Muse, Vanessa Moradian, guides us there. Having empowered countless individuals to discover liberation in their bodies and experience increased pleasure and vibrancy in their daily lives, Vanessa's insights are the key to growing the gloriousness we all have within us. So join me, Jo Stanley, and my co-host, Serpul Chanelmish, as we take that first step towards reclaiming our bodies and the pleasure that is rightfully ours. Vanessa Meradian, hi there. I've got your cards here, which I absolutely love. How are you this morning, Vanessa? Hi, Joe. Hi, Serpul. I am good. You have pulled, uh, you've produced big pussy energy, these cards, which is all about us engaging and connecting with the femme within. What does that even mean? Great question, because I feel passionately about it. Um, And obviously, putting something out into the world called Big Pussy Energy is is quite a a task in this in this modern day. And with uh, all the sensitivities out in the world and people having access, it was nerve wracking, but something I feel really passionate about. I am a sexologist and a yoga practitioner, so we're often talking in yoga about polarity of existence, which can be labeled masculine and feminine, yin, yang. In yoga, it is Shiva and Shakti, uh, sometimes known as divine feminine, divine masculine. So from my perspective, these cards are about how we cultivate the qualities of the feminine energy, regardless of how we identify, because that is important to me, uh, gender. I've been working with women now for 13 years, but um, I am queer and that keeps developing and being more and more safe. And I work with a lot of queer people. So that was really important for me to make this conversation really inclusive and accessible. So big pussy energy as energy as maybe your pussy and your vulva if you have one, uh, but essentially the access to the qualities of nurturing, compassion, leading with love in action, community-driven, and more connection to the self so that we can be of service in a beautiful, full way to the world around us. And, and really a balancing of the, the toxic kind of patriarchy that we've been as people with cyclical bodies been putting that into this linear system and really for me it feels like bound and 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 driving this home in a 
in a society that looks like this and very goal oriented and rule oriented and and um which doesn't necessarily serve people who have cycles who fluctuate all throughout the day all throughout the week all throughout the month all throughout the year mm. so how do we empower ourselves because it's necessary it's so necessary right now and we need that balance of love i think um you could even look at Jacinda Ardern in action and how she brings these qualities into leadership. And for me, that is ultimately big pussy energy. Mm. Vanessa, yeah. full, 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 full disclosure, when it, when it comes to the, the sex part of the conversation or the pursuit of pleasure, I've, I've never felt comfortable having that conversation. I guess it's something to do with my upbringing, right? So you know, you mm. we didn't we didn't talk about sex. We pretended that it didn't exist. So you you sort of you know you got married, you had babies. The end. How you had the babies? Well, you kind of figured it out along the way somewhere. So when mm. Joe handed the deck of cards to me and I, and I pulled out a card, and and the one of the cards that I pulled out was pussy bathing where you allow the sun to bathe the skin of your vulva I was like oh wow (laughs) (laughs) and then I had a bit of a giggle because you had a warning with it the potential for sunburn is real you said (laughs) which I laughed I was like oh great so I guess my question to you is if I do this every day if I pull out a card am I going to eventually feel comfortable talking about this Ideal, ideally circle that would like warm my heart completely. And I guess I've been, not I guess, I have been having conversations particularly about sex and sexuality and pleasure for the past 13 years out of Melbourne. I've been working in this really intimate space in many different ways. Um, I love that Judith Lucy came into the conversation because I've also um, had some great chats with her about all of this. Um, and... But, yeah, the shame and the stigma was really why I started Me and Muse in, in 2008. And at that point I was 27. And, you know, this was – I'd spent some time growing up in the States where – so I did year 11 and 12 in high school and went to college there for a few years. And for me, they it felt so much more open there to talk about our genitals, our sex, masturbation. It was kind of revolutionary for me to be at a school school where people were open and particularly college. But um, so I hear essentially all day long the shame and the heaviness of what we carry, particularly as women, as women, uh, cis women, women who um, are born, born as women and continue to be identified that way. Uh, that we've got these shackles and shame that it wasn't allowed, but so many people are having sex. It's so important um, from, you know, the Eastern philosophies around our vitality and life force. And we've always looked at this as through the cis men's lens, the male gaze of what pleasure looks like. And it's been about them and pleasing them. And that was really true for me growing up. I never really felt too safe um, or accepted around uh, who I was as a woman growing up. So, yeah, just working with women in this way and helping liberate them and their pleasure and that we can prioritise ourselves and this makes us feel 
good and alive and it is a sense of vitality and libidinous energy that can actually propel us into better relationships, more authenticity, uh, creative pursuits, um, and that that is vital in the world right now and that we do all really, I think, need to love each other better. And sexuality has so much shame and stigma, and as we know through Brittany Higgins and Grace Tame and that conversation in the past year, how important it is that we are empowering ourselves from a young age. We cannot hate on the generations that came before us because that is 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 what they were in, but we are undoing that shame and that, um, for me, it's kind of this contracted state, this binding um, that we don't deserve that and that it's essentially too powerful and what what does it look like to feel full power as women in the world um, because, yeah, we need that right now. So, yeah, I hope that by, I know actually, uh, Surfle, by doing these cards, if you do take the time to be with them, that they are confronting sometimes and I write to that in the cards and sometimes that um, softer guidance had to take out because you can only fit, I think, 200 words on a card, but like breathing, <laughs> pausing, taking the time, noticing maybe a contraction or a pullback and then having a breath and softening that this is the way we want to roll and that you deserve that and that will serve you all day long. I mean, I will say, like, I love the cards because so many of them are about just really being creative and expressive yeah. and, and kind and compassionate and connecting with others. And, you know, not all of them are overtly sexual and I'm really into no journaling way. and I love the loving self-talk and all of that sort of stuff. But I, I guess I, I don't want to go topless in nature with my girlfriend. <laughs> like, yeah. I think, um, and then I go, well, but am I a prude? Is that something that, am I denying myself a sense of myself? sexuality and and liking myself more if I don't wish to do that Mm. I well I would never say yes I would just ask you why even prude is such a funny word like I think it's it's limiting Joe so um essentially with the naked in nature if you have followed me on Instagram or know my work my own body love came from from more nakedness and and being open about that and seeing other women's bodies yes I sleep with women so I had I'd been more um aware and enlightened by the beauty and the diversity of all our bodies but my own body the acceptance of it it came by being naked in front of others in an empowering way not just only a sexual way and from the you know the chinese medicine perspective and the taoist perspective there's so much life force and vitality in the uh the real world around us in nature it's called qi so when we put our bare feet on the earth we are actually stimulating stimulating our libido ultimately but we are receiving vitality so I started just like skinny dipping down at Mount Martha and, you know, the, the, the edge of also, am I going to, is this illegal? Am I going to get arrested was also like <laughs> part of, I think a li- I'll channel, say a little grace tame there, like, fuck it, bring it on. Um, sure. <laughs> you know, like if we need to have that conversation, if it needs to be a headline sexologist arrested at the beach for being naked, I'm, I'm happy to have that conversation. Um, but yeah, often being naked and just, 
I could feel the liberation by those layers of like not doing it then maybe the next day going skinny dipping with friends wondering what they're thinking of my body all these things but over time the more I did that the more liberated I became and the more easy it it, it actually was and is to be naked I will say I once did the only time I've been naked with women in you know just a totally like it was like a it was a radio thing, right? But it was just me in a strangely an office at work. <laughs> so the environment, the environment wasn't ideal. <laughs> it was me with three women who um, were naturists, and they came in, and we all sort of just sort of stood around naked. And I will say it was a very profound experience for me because I did see my mm. body very differently after that. Beautiful. It made me realise how much I do see myself through a male gaze. Again, it, you know, it's like I've been brainwashed in a way rather than just see it as, feel it as an experience. Yeah, and we're so similar and so unique. And this is like, it's, you know, that's what's to be embraced. It's like, and now as we're aging and I just turned 40 last week um, and, you know, I don't have any greys and you look at me like this, but I got greys and we go like this. And but just the response of people who are younger than me when I tell them I'm 40 is like a, a beautiful <laughs> exchange. Um, but yeah, I'm I, I can feel a lot of emotion in my body as you say that coming up. But uh, we are just yeah all deserving of this um, of loving ourselves, and it's so we got to get past it. Like we got to these little. And it just makes me really happy to know that you all stood in your office naked. And I was going to say that if you need to amend the card slightly to help you take slower steps, go for it. But essentially there are like 60, I lost count. I think there's like 63 cards or something. So there are these really gentle cards on how to, you know, be with your body and just look at yourself. There's, I think there's one standing in front of the naked, um, the mirror naked and, and noticing that judgment that comes in, pausing, breathing, mm. standing. And why? Why do we want to do this? And especially women of our generation, why is it important that we hold these spaces with pride um, and, and the courage that it actually takes? Because we see the world around us, we see the tech growing and access to all sorts of different things and body modification, which of course in, in modern day feminism is like everyone's choice. But as I age, um, I'm also really curious of how we do that um, in, a, in an empowering way and see it more in the world around us as well. Mm. And back when Denise was saying, I just want to say that creativity that both her and Judith bring and have brought to our society for, you know, decades now, that creativity is sexual energy. Creative energy is sexual energy. In Tantra, in Tantra they sit in the same chakra system, which is the, the one right near the genitals, that kind of your pubic mound. And, and, and what we mean by that is essentially the energy is interchangeable. When you feel alive on stage doing stand-up, which I also definitely feel alive on stage at times, the adrenaline and the flirtatious edge that you're at is similar to that adrenaline and flirtatious edge when you're about to get it on with someone maybe who you don't know fully yet and or when you're out flirting with a barista. It's all 
this is all interchangeable, you know, with creativity. So it's beautiful to broaden the lens and look at the intention and what's accessible to us and see this as vital life force, eros, and erotic energy. Vanessa, you mentioned uh, women of our age, and and I I don't think I'd be alone when I say that the first time I had a conversation around sexuality, my body and sex was a year nine classroom, teacher standing in there, banana in one hand, franger in the other, and it was awkward. Mm. (laughs) Do you think like women our age uh, have to go back to sex 101, like basics? Yeah, I definitely. Um, And I spend a lot of my time talking about those. Well, I don't so much anymore, but those basics. Yeah, I I don't know. I think we're getting a grip on the anatomy, but still a lot of people don't even um, know that, you know, 80% of the clitoris is actually inside the body is internal, that the tip of the clit is just like the tip of an iceberg. And that that's even science isn't caught up. Like we discovered the G, um, the clitoris, the full anatomy of the clitoris in 1998. Um, and, you know, I was in year 11 then. My beautiful mother died in 1995. So the fact that we, science wasn't even around it and is still really not, we're coming up with different ways and understanding still the cis woman's body around orgasm and how that actually works. But to take all that science away and what we have capabilities of doing through the lens of science and actually looking perhaps at, you know, what I deal with a lot is libido and desire, actually wanting sex. And like you were talking, Circle, that like um, meet someone, marriage, babies, no more sex, that zone I meet a lot of people in and I'm really curious about. I think maybe there'll be a book in there one day Um, about what's actually happening there and what is happening to our erotic energy, which is life force. Um, You know, it's that like bounce out of the bed or it's that, you know, for me, it probably feels pretty good around, yeah, right this time, 9.15, where I'm like amped and ready and talking to you, this relational exchange that's similar to me flirting. So, Mm. yeah. kind of looped around there. No, but I'm really interested in what you're saying and what I've kind of gathered from this conversation, which is quite new for me, because of my upbringing where sex was, you know, in in that part of my life and then you go on and you live mm. this part of your life. And But what you're saying is that the life force that is in us and what the whole point of Big Pussy Energy is, it, you know, it's there all day, every day. It's the playfulness. It's the lightheartedness. It's the joy. It's the, you know, it's just being willing to kind of have that energy of living, actually engaged with living, which I yeah. love the idea of that because it then takes away the pressure that when we read about sex that you have to perform in a certain way, you have to look a certain way, it's supposed to feel a certain way. Mm. No, it could be just I'm going to walk, through, you know, along the beach and feel really kind of sensual and luscious and that's, that is my sexual energy that day. Yes. You've totally 100%. converted me. I absolutely yeah, love it. I can't tell you, Vanessa. I love it so it much. Really, because that makes me, you know, it makes me feel this way, which is similar. It's similar to when I connect with friends. It is like, and it, we need to see the world with that and we can harness that. And then how you want to bring that into the bedroom. Like mm. I my, and I say like this because how we look at sex is kind of so, you know, the experience of it is kind of so limiting. It's like the peak of a mountain. And when I work with clients, I look at, 
you know, the whole whole life because that's more accessible in the healing. Yeah. And then and how we are in our day to day can then be channeled into how we show up in the bedroom. So yeah, you've got your titties out with your besties and you feel good about that. <laughs> that means that perhaps you are gonna be able to roll over, sit in a way that maybe feels a little previously ugly and not and just be free there and make these sounds. A lot of women have issue making sound and being heard mm. through their voice. So that comes into authentic and speaking f- authenticity and speaking for how um, you'd like to be in the world and then being able to make all those sounds around your pleasure and get it. You know? I love it. I really, really love it. Um, it's it's fascinating. It is. It is. Um, it takes courage, I think, because of course we live in a society where they don't. You know, it doesn't. We, women don't. Give, we're not given permission to be free yep. and and accepting of ourselves in that way. So I really, I'm loving big pussy energy. It's really, it's yeah. really <laughs> a transformational experience right here, Vanessa. And I, I initially I'm warmed, you know what, I warmed to you when I read that um, you first realised you were a sexual being while watching The Blue Lagoon in the 80s, which honestly, <laughs> I'll never forget that film. It was very formative for me also with Brooke Shields. It was the first time I, I got tingles. I remember getting tingles, you know, in my body and, and particularly my pussy. And I'm going to say, I say I'm okay saying pussy and I know that people aren't. Um, but oddly, my parents also gave me that word to use. And my mum, my beautiful mum is not alive, so I can't actually ask her why and she would know why. Whereas my dad is like, what? We gave you that word. Like, what? He's like, I don't remember. And I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. Um, but, yeah, the Blue Lagoon was like them swimming. I remember mm, just their bodies swimming in the water and being so, like, now I know aroused. But at the time I was like, oh, yeah. So when I would find out it was coming on TV, I'd jump in my parents' bed while they weren't in the bed, lie naked with a sheet on my body and just watch those scenes. I love and really it. Love it. let it land. Let it land. Um, nice. Vanessa Meradian, thank you so much. It's been awesome to chat with you. Get out and uh, purchase yourself Big Pussy Energy. It is a super fun deck card. Give it to your friends, I would say. That's a good gift. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. And maybe let them hear this conversation too if they need need a little more encouragement. Yeah. And if thanks for having me. No, no, thank you very much. And if you're uh, seeking anything for your pleasure, you could head along to Mia Muse as well because um, that's a really fantastic resource as well. Thanks so much, for Vanessa Meradian. It's been awesome to speak with you today. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Sir Paul.